Welcome to the Lows to Highs Going Inwards and Growing Up podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm so happy that you found my show and that the universe brought you here today. It makes me so happy when this community just gets bigger and bigger. But if you are a returning guest, thank you for being here again. So for those who are joining for the first time, I will give you a short background of myself and this show just so you know what you're getting into. So my name is Karin. I am the author of Beauty in the Stillness and the founder of the brand EC Anu, which is a lifestyle brand and community platform that promotes self-discovery and living in the present moment. And so this podcast is an extension of my book and my brand. So we talk all things mindfulness, presence, self-growth, self-love, entrepreneurship, healing, spirituality, manifestation, and all the other things. (laughs) So before we get into today's episode, it would mean the world if you checked out my book, which is linked in my show notes. It's titled Beauty in the Stillness. And it is a poetry and essay book that explores the transformative power of mindfulness and reflection through personal anecdotes, reflections, and practical advice. The goal is for all of you who read this book to connect with your true self, your inner self, overcome past traumas, cultivate self-love and gratitude, and ultimately just live a more abundant and present life. And so if you don't already follow this show and my Instagram, and if you haven't read the book yet, please subscribe, follow, engage, order the book, message me your thoughts, and yeah, let's continue building this community. So let's get into today's episode. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. Today's topic is quick tips to reduce anxiety and stress which I'm really excited to talk about because I feel like this is something that we all continuously experience and will experience in our lifetime, but there are ways to manage those levels to bring you back into the present moment and to feel your best again. And I feel like in life, we're never going to get to a point where we're not stressed or we're not anxious fully, like sustainably, there's always going to be something that causes this uneasiness or, you know, puts you out of balance, but that's okay. That's a good thing because that teaches you something. It grants you a gift. It helps you heal something you didn't otherwise know you needed to heal. And it ultimately helps you grow and evolve and transform into your highest self. So I want to first start off by saying, if you are feeling these emotions, don't think it's a bad thing. Like it's, it's normal to feel uneasy or anxious or stressed about the future or worried about the future or have feeling anxious about the past or something that you have done. Obviously there are levels. And if you have, you know, a medical history with chronic anxiety, there's, you know, there's different modalities to really heal that. 
But generally speaking, these are just part of, or these emotions are part of human nature. But there are ways to get through it and move through it and get back into your higher self. So the structure of this episode is first I'm going to talk about a little life update and what I have been doing recently that led me to, I guess, want to talk about this on my show. And then I'm going to share eight different tips on quick and fast ways to bounce out of that negative vibration and bring you back into a positive one in the present moment. Let me give a little backstory of me. I meditate every day. You guys all know this. And through meditation and through having such a grounded morning routine where I journal, I pray, I do breath work, I meditate, blah, blah, blah. I have become such a calm person. Like genuinely, my aura is very relaxed and easygoing and I flow. And so whenever I do feel stress or anxiety, I immediately know I'm out of balance. Like something triggered me and I'm out of balance. I feel overwhelmed. I'm worried. I'm anxious, whatnot. Generally speaking though, I kind of like cruise through life, which I'm really grateful to say. And the reason for that is because of meditation and journaling and my morning routine that I've been doing for years now. For me, the biggest source of anxiety is my health, which I'm not going to go in depth again because I feel like I always talk about it, but it's a big part of my story and what got me to this moment. I'm not going to discredit that, but I'm not going to go into the nits and grits of it. But Back in August and early September, I was in Spain and I went for 10 days with two of my girlfriends and had an incredible trip. But because of my chronic health condition and I'm still on my healing journey from endometriosis, traveling has always been a really big source of anxiety for me because I never know, you know, how is my body going to feel that day? And like, what if shit hits the fan? Or what if I feel really sick? Or what if I'm like chronically bloated or in pain or just like don't feel good, that would always be the topic of my thoughts when it would come to traveling or even just any environment that I wasn't comfortable in or like didn't have full control over. And so that's the source of anxiety and stress for me. I'm not stressed when it comes to my job. I'm not stressed when it comes, like generally speaking, when it comes to my job or my business or my book or my friendships, or my love life, like my family, like I'm not stressed about all those things. For me, it's health is my, I guess, what's the word? That's the thing that makes me feel these emotions. However, when I was in Spain, I had this moment of reality with myself where there were many days where I wasn't feeling my best and I would pep talk with, I would have a pep talk with myself And I would be like, okay, Kadeen, you can either simmer in your sadness and feel frustrated and feel anxious and feel even worse because worry and stress and anxiety make your symptoms worse, or you could move, let it pass, let it go, accept the moment as if you chose it and have a great day with your friends in this beautiful country, by the beach, traveling, eating, drinking, dancing, like enjoy your life. And so I constantly, every day, would have that mental pep talk in my head. Like, we would be in a car, in our rental car, and I'm, like, in the backseat, like, thinking, like, let it go, let it pass, you got this. And what I learned was, by the end of that trip, 
is something I've always believed, but I never fully acknowledged with myself or like wasn't putting it into practice at every moment. At every second, I have a choice on what thoughts I choose to feed. And when I was on that trip, I actively chose to not feed the negative thoughts. I changed them. I shifted them. I focused on the good things. So when I got back from Spain, I was very excited to be back, back in my routine, back in my lifestyle. And within those two weeks, it's as though my body started to transform. Anytime I would have like a mini little flare up, I would notice it and think to myself, this will pass. I acknowledge it, but I accept it as if I chose it and it's going to pass. In an hour from now, it's going to pass. And the way I would like to describe this is like, I'm going to use a metaphor, and this is how I've been thinking about it recently, is that whenever we think of anxiety or stress, it's basically like this massive cloud over us. And wherever we walk, it's following us, like whether we're with our friends or we're with our coworkers or we're out to dinner or we're by ourselves, it's like this cloud just keeps following us and we don't know how to get out of it. But what I've learned is that, yes, there will always be a cloud in our life, like in our sky, I guess, but we don't have to stand under it. We can choose to walk two steps to the left and feel the sunshine. And we could look up and still see the cloud. The cloud will still be there, but that doesn't mean we need to stand under it and that doesn't mean we need to pay attention to it. We can just let it pass. And I don't know if you guys have ever like sat on a beach or just on a grass field and you're looking up at the clouds and they move so quickly, which I'm always fascinated by how quick a cloud moves. And like, I'm just trying to think of that as any form of suffering that I'm facing. Like it's going to naturally flow. It's going to move. It's going to pass. Let it do its thing. Let it run its course. And so that's what I've been marinating on for the past few weeks. And I swear, like, my body has changed dramatically in the past month. Like, I'm still very much in a healing journey because endometriosis is a chronic condition and whatnot. And it's going to take a lot of time for my body to understand and function normally. But the body does know how to heal itself. And so anytime I catch myself thinking in old patterns or acting in an old pattern routine, I catch myself and I actively am choosing not to go down that path because nothing changes if I don't change. And that's where I've been marinating on. So many things have just been amazing and I'm not ready to like fully dive deep into all that, but that's where I'm coming from. So I'm someone where little things don't stress me out. Like if I'm stuck in traffic, Like, okay, like no big deal. I'm exactly where I need to be. And if I were meant to be somewhere else, I would be. And there's no point of stressing about that because it just actually gives me more time to be with myself or see an angel number on a car or listen to music or listen to a podcast. If plans get canceled, okay, not a big deal. Like I'll reschedule. And when I reschedule, it'll happen at the right time. If someone doesn't show up for me in the way that I wanted, that's a reflection on them, not on me. So like little things don't bother me in that way. And I really credit that to being so self-aware of my emotions 
and giving myself every morning through my meditation practice, my breath work, my journaling, to tap, to be in stillness and allow that inner knowingness and intuition to come to light so that I can feel calm and grounded at anything that's thrown my way. So that's the foundation. So now let's get into the tips. The first one is breath work. I don't think we all realize how accessible our breath is and how powerful it is. Your breath is available to you anywhere at any time. It is simply learning how to breathe and how to use your breath to benefit you. And if you do an actual breathwork practice, the shit that comes up, the shit you feel, the intuition that sends you beautiful messages and guidance and wisdom, the inner peace you feel, I can't even begin to describe it. It's like you're on, I, I'm not that I've ever done plant medicine, but like it's as though you're on a trip just using your breath. It's so, so powerful. So I highly recommend like go deep into it. But for something quick and easy, I have two breath works that I do throughout the day. I'll do this, let's say before a meeting or after a stressful phone call, or if I'm feeling overwhelmed or something triggered me, this is what I will do. And within like two minutes, I instantly feel calm energy like circulating through my body. So for the first one is a box breath, which is you breathe in four counts. So like one, two, three, four, then you hold for four counts and then you exhale for four counts. And you do that for five times, 10 times, five minutes, whatever works for you, whatever time you have to do. I will say though, you should make time for it if you're feeling anxious. And instantly your body activates the parasympathetic nervous system, which then calms your entire energy frequencies and levels. The second one is, I don't even know what this is called, but I call it like energy shifting, where you breathe in two with your mouth closed and then you exhale one with a sigh. So one, two, and you do that again for five counts, two minutes, five minutes. When I do that for like 10 minutes, the things that flow into my mind are profound. Like memories that I've suppressed, emotions that I've suppressed, feelings I didn't know I needed to acknowledge, thoughts I didn't know I needed to let go of. They all just like come to the surface and then I release them through the breathing, which is so powerful. And the results are really immediate. And I like to do breath work while listening to meditative music or healing frequencies. I like to do it lying down. But even if in your, you're in your car, like before you turn your car on, do a box breath. Do it five times. Before you're about to jump into a meeting that's like a high stressful meeting where you're presenting something, do the breath, the breath work. Or go if you're in your office, go to the bathroom, go into a stall, do breath work. I promise you will feel the benefits. The second one is trying to understand the root of your anxiety and your stress. I feel like oftentimes we misdiagnose an emotion and we immediately call it anxiety or stress when in reality it's fear, it's anger, it's lust, it's loneliness. 
And those are the actual like root cause emotions that are causing you to feel physical anxiety and stress. So you have to first pinpoint the trigger. Like what triggered this emotion? Was it a person? Or like what was the starting point of me feeling this way? Was it a person? Was it a message that I received? Was it an act in an action of someone else or lack thereof? And then you dig dip deeper. Why did this trigger me? And what part of my subconscious or conscious mind needs love and healing? And once you dig deeper, then you're able to pinpoint, wait a minute, this actual emotion that I'm feeling is fear. I'm scared about the future. Or it's anger. I feel resentment towards myself or that person or my partner. Or it's, I actually just feel really lonely. Like I don't feel like I fit into this world or I feel like I'm constantly on my own. And then once you understand what the emotion is, then you could figure out where is it, does it lie in your body? And once you're able to pinpoint where it is in your body, you could place your awareness on it and like visualize it passing through there or like softening up. So like for me, whenever I feel anxious, I feel it in my chest. It's like this heaviness. It feels like a concrete block, like in my chest. When I feel stress, I feel it in my gut. I feel, or like overwhelmed, I feel it in my stomach. It's like as though like someone's pumping in air in my stomach and I always just get very bloated. So if I'm feeling the concrete block in my chest, I'll think to myself, how can I soften the edges of that concrete block and turn it into water? Like let it flow. When I think about it in my stomach, I'm like, okay, I feel this like air. Imagine like the balloon popping and like all that air dissipates and I choose to let it pass. Or like another affirmation that I love to use is I allow myself to digest this emotion and it flows through me with ease. And I'll repeat that in my mind throughout the day. So pinpoint the trigger, notice what the actual emotion is, and figure out where it lies in your body to release it. The third tip is to journal or write in your notes app. A lot of the anxiety and stress is like us spiraling in our minds trying to come up with a solution for a problem that we likely have no control over or wasn't even our problem to begin with. So getting it out of your mind and your body and onto paper or onto your phone is a form of releasing energy. It's getting your thoughts out of your mind and putting them out into the physical world and out of your body. And it doesn't need to be like a 30-minute journal practice. Like even if it's like a sentence or a phrase that you just jot down on your phone, like I feel that what triggered me is this, but I'm learning to move through it. Okay, done. Like you did, you did something. If you really want to go in depth, it's like write it all out. Like what is bothering you? What is causing this anxiety and stress? And what can you do to move through it? What can you change in your reality to not feel this way? Who do you need to put a boundary up with? What do you need to change about yourself? What do you need to let go of? What actions do you need to take to not get back to this point? I promise journaling is, it's like I love meditation and whatever, but journaling has been such a key tool for me. And 
here's why it's so fucking powerful. And this is what hit me when I was in Spain. I was on the plane on a connecting flight and I only had like an hour and a half. And so I read through my entire journal, which I started back in February and I write in it every single morning and I pre-write and everything gets out onto paper for me. And I was reading through my journal, like 300 pages. Okay. Maybe not 300, maybe like 150, whatever. And I'm reading through it. I'm reading through it. And by the end of it, I thought to myself, holy shit, 80% of my journal entries were about my health. Were about how I don't feel good today. I don't know why I feel this way. I thought I would be healed yet. Why do I feel bloated? Why do I have sciatic pain again? What am I doing wrong? What should I do more of? I don't know what to da, da, da. And like, I would always end the passages on a very positive note. Like, I know this is happening for me. I know I'm learning from this experience. I trust in God. I surrender to God. But as I was reading my journal, there was maybe like 20 entries where I actually talked about a really positive experience. And I realized that the more I wrote about it, the more I was making it a thing. And so when I came back home, I finished that journal on that trip. So when I came back home, I, I started a new journal and I told myself, I'm not writing about this anymore. I'm choosing to not give my energy towards it unless I really, really need to release. And I've in the past two weeks, I've only written about my health once. And I'm really proud of that because now when I finish this journal, I know when I reread it one day in the future, I'm going to be amazed at all of the amazing things that happened in my life. And I'm going to be so grateful that I documented all of those highs and low moments, not relating to my health though. But now I, I've realized like there's, it comes to a point where I was releasing the same shit. Like I was writing about the same things, repeating the same phrases, the same messages and so for me, I realized I've already done the releasing through the journal. Now I need to add it into practice. I need to like follow through. But by having that journal as physical proof, I went back to it and noticed that's not who I want to be anymore. And so that's why I love journals so much or any form of like physical documentation is that you can go back and witness like how much you've grown or how much you've evolved or what you still need to change. And it's all coming from yourself, which is really powerful. The fourth tip, so simple, go on a walk. Like anytime I'm feeling stagnant or stuck, I just go on a walk and I don't promise myself like, you're going to go on a walk for 45 minutes today. I'm like, I'm going to go around the block for five, 10 minutes and if I feel called to continue, I will continue. I'm going to listen to my intuition and my body. Often that turns into an hour walk and I end up putting on a podcast. I'll listen to music. And sometimes I even just walk listening to nature. Um, walking is so powerful and you just feel so productive and you feel connected with yourself. You feel connected with your body. You feel connected to nature. And also it's inspiring because you pass by people you walk by a beautiful neighborhood. Um, you you know see the birds chirping or hear the birds chirping. You listen to a podcast and you hear exactly what you need to hear in that moment. And just giving yourself the space for movement is so important. And immediately your energy will shift. Similar to that, which is number 
Tip number five is observe nature. This morning, or not this morning, yesterday morning, I was sitting on my patio and there was a tree in front of me and it was like a beautiful sunny day and I just started to look at the leaves blowing in the wind and I like looked at the bark of the tree and I was just observing how beautiful the tree looked and the way it was just like dancing and flowing with life. The wind kept hitting it, but it was flowing. And I swear, like when you observe, when you're by the beach and you observe the waves, the waves crashing, or you're watching the stars at night, it's like you realize like how small you are and how small your problems are and how God's presence is with you at all times, at all moments of the day. And when you fixate on nature, you forget about your own problems and that naturally just decreases your stress and anxiety. And I feel like life's greatest lessons lessons lie in nature. Like I swear, just the way the ocean is, like the way the sun and the moon, you know, the way they dance around one another, the way they always come back up, like there's so many lessons in nature. And I think if we give ourselves times to notice that, we'll realize we can handle anything that comes our way. The sixth tip is to do an unlock an off the sixth tip is to do an offline activity get off of your phone get away from the tv go and be offline paint write go on a walk without music or without your phone read a physical book cook yourself a nice meal you know do some stretch like clean your apartment whatever it is do an offline activity, even taking a bath. Like this is why I love cleaning because I'm like, I'm not on my phone. I'm vacuuming my apartment. I don't need to hear anything. I'm just like in my space. I love to paint when I feel anxious because it just is so therapeutic. I, the reason why I love physical books and I will never get a Kindle is because I love the fact that it gets me off of my digital world and the act of like flipping a page is for me therapeutic unplugging from the digital world and the external noise automatically allows you to connect with yourself, with your own thoughts, with your own feelings, with your own emotions. My favorite activity that I do every single day, unless I'm like going out with my friends, is to cook myself breakfast and dinner. I only eat two meals in a day, but that is those moments where I'm like chopping up the veggies or putting my fruit in the bowl and like cleaning my kitchen after I'm done cooking. I love it because for like 30 minutes, I'm not consumed by anyone or anyone else. It's like me, myself, and the food that God gave me. Like it's such a beautiful practice. But often when we're cooking a meal, we're FaceTiming someone or we're like swiping on our phones as we're waiting for the microwave to be over. Like just be in the moment that you're in. Like focus on that one thing. The seventh one, the seventh tip is to take a break. If you're feeling anxious or stressed, clearly you're imbalanced because you're either overworking yourself or you're trying to do too much or you're not listening to what your body needs. Last Saturday was the day after my merch launched and that was a really hectic week for me because I had a lot of shit to do for the launch of the merch. And I, I don't want to say I was burnt out, but I just definitely needed to rest I laid on my couch all day on Saturday and it was the best day I've had in a very long time. 
I watched two movies. I cooked myself dinner. For the first time, like I didn't even think about posting content, creating content, checking emails, going on TikTok. Like for my business, I went on TikTok, but for fun. <laughs> like I wasn't, I did not have my business brain on and it felt amazing. And it was so nice to just allow myself to take a much needed restorative break. Like I worked out that morning, I meditated, I did all the things, but I just allowed myself to rest. And I took a break from the thing that was causing me to feel overwhelmed, which was my merch launch and my business. I took that as a sign, like I'm doing too much right now, I need to take a break. So take a break when your body needs it. The eighth and last tip is so simple and we don't, all, we don't do it enough, express gratitude. If you're in a moment of anxiety or stress or fear or anger or lust or loneliness or whatever negative emotion or lower vibrational emotion it is, often you're focusing on the negative. You're not in the present moment. You're thinking about the past. You're worried about the future. You're not where you are. The quickest way to bounce back into the present moment and to radiate positivity is to express gratitude. It is the most powerful and magnetic emotion. Either mentally or physically, jot down three things you're grateful for. Whether it's something simple, like the fact that a meeting today got canceled, or the first sip of your morning coffee, or something bigger like the unconditional love that my parents continuously give me, or the fact that I have a loving partner who supports me, or the fact that I have dreams for myself, like that's a first step towards me bringing them to life. Whatever it is, express your gratitude. I promise it'll be returned back to you in your favor. And immediately when you are expressing gratitude, you're dismissing all the negative shit that, you know, quote, isn't working out or things that you are lacking, air quotes. So those are my eight tips for releasing anxiety and stress. And these are things I do on the daily. I go on a walk every single day. I journal every single day. I pinpoint what triggers me and I acknowledge the emotions and I accept the emotions. I do breath work. I express gratitude. I give myself break. I do offline activities. I observe nature and I promise this has made me such a more calm person. And yes, like I still feel anxious and stress. I'm not denying that, but these are tools I always go back to. And very quickly within minutes, within an hour, within a day, I'm brought back into the present moment and I'm able to act as my higher self again. I hope this was helpful. I hope you leave this episode feeling it called or inspired to do one of these things, three of these things, all of these things, and I would love to hear how they benefit you. So thank you for listening and much love. Hope you have a lovely rest of your day.